Hi, welcome to Abundant Life, where we talk about different topics that affect our lives and enable us to live an abundant life. And today we're going to be talking about and delving into something that is so very important in each one of our lives. It's what each one of us definitely needs in order to experience abundant life, and that is vulnerability. You see, vulnerability for some of us is a scary word. Um, we think that we have to appear that we have it all together, that we are so strong, that we don't need anyone, um, that we are capable, and that we are tough. That's oftentimes how we feel that we must come across. And so if we come from that perspective, vulnerability can be a very scary word. Um, but let's look at the definition of vulnerability. Um, because when you see it in this light, um, we'll begin to see why it is so important that we are vulnerable in our lives. Now, um, according to the researcher Brené Brown, who studies vulnerability, um, and she has some really great books out on this whole topic, um, she, she says, vulnerability is not a weakness, and the uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure that we face every day of our lives is not optional. It's not optional for us to be vulnerable. Uh, it says our only choice is a question of engagement, our willingness to own and engage with our vulnerability. That is what will determine the depth of our courage and the clarity of our purpose. You see, there's no there's no denying that every day of our lives we are going to face moments where we have to be vulnerable. But our willingness to own and engage with our vulnerability determines the depth of our courage and the clarity of our purpose. The level to which we protect ourselves from being vulnerable is a measure of our fear and disconnection. And again, Brené Brown said this after studying vulnerability for many, many years. Uh, she's written a book called Daring Greatly, How the Courage to be Vulnerable Transforms the Way We Live, Love, Parent, and Lead. Now, that definition really puts vulnerability in a different light. It shows us that it is a practice we need to engage in. And oftentimes it doesn't come naturally, like we discussed. So it's something that we practice until it becomes a part of our habit, a part of our response, a part of the way we live every day of our lives. You see, the level to which we protect ourselves from being vulnerable is a measure of our fear and disconnection. Yes, it's true. If we are unable to be vulnerable, it's an indicator of our level of fear. And we know that in the Bible it says that we do not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So every one of us can learn to be more vulnerable in our lives. You see, there's so much great, amazing power and freedom in being vulnerable. You know, Jesus actually says in the Bible, he says, for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant 
to be brought out into the open. And that's Luke 8, 17. You see, we aren't meant to keep things hidden or concealed in our lives, hidden sin, hidden habits, hidden tendencies of ourselves. We're not meant to keep them hidden. You see, it is far healthier to bring them out into the open, to bring them out into the light, like that scripture says. We may impress people by our strength, by our power, by what they by what they deem to be our courage, but we connect with them through our vulnerabilities. So when we are vulnerable one with another, we connect with people at a level that we can't achieve otherwise. That is the importance of vulnerability in our relationships. So today we're gonna explore this statement made by Jesus because it is so important to our lives. I believe that in order to live a free and abundant life, we must be vulnerable. We must be vulnerable. We must practice vulnerability. We must get better at vulnerability. We must have vulnerability in our lives regularly. So, you know, the Webster definition of vulnerable is capable of being physically or emotionally wounded. And it's also open to attack or damage. You see, this Webster definition points to the reason why most of us play it safe in this regard and do not practice being vulnerable. Who wants to be capable of being physically or emotionally wounded or open to damage and attack? None of us would choose that of our own volition. And yet... It is what we must do to be vulnerable. You see, like I said, this definition from the Webster Dictionary points to the reason why most of us play it safe and we do not practice being vulnerable. But I want to read to you a portion of the book from Brené Brown because she was a researcher in the area of vulnerability, like I said. And she says, I spent a lot of years trying to outrun or outsmart vulnerability by making things certain and definite, by making things black and white, good and bad. My inability to lean into the discomfort of vulnerability limited the fullness of those important experiences that are wrought with uncertainty. And then she gives some examples of those important experiences that are wrought with uncertainty. Things such as love, belonging, trust, joy, and creativity. Those are all examples of when we need to practice vulnerability. Learning how to be vulnerable has been a street fight for me, but it's been worth it. And that's by Brené Brown. And I began to think about that in my own life, being vulnerable. And I began to think about how I have chosen to outrun vulnerability in my own life. So I want to talk about some examples of when we can choose to be vulnerable or we can choose to run from vulnerability. Doing something you're not good at, 
speaking your truth, showing someone that you care, allowing yourself to feel emotions, the good, the bad, the ugly emotions, breaking the status quo, being the first one to open up in a group setting or amongst friends, trusting someone in your life, in your relationships, asking for help when, you, when we need it, saying no, speaking up when you don't know how someone or some group is going to react. Say you're in a meeting and something comes up and you want to speak up, but you're afraid to be vulnerable because everyone could turn against you. You know, Paul, one of the disciples, was really able to grasp the importance of vulnerability. You know, he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 to 10, he says it this way. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses. Then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You know, Paul understood this, and he says it in this verse, that when I am weak, then I am strong. So when we choose, when we make the practice of stepping into these moments where we are weak, where we perceive ourselves to be weak, that is when we are strong, according to the scriptures, because Christ, because of Christ, because of his strength in us, when we are vulnerable. You know, it's when we're able to be real with people, to share our weaknesses, our struggles, our challenges, our day-to-day, minute-by-minute challenges with someone, then we are strong. That's what this scripture is saying. And it's so backward to what we usually think. We think that perfection, looking as if we have it all together, appearing so very put together and so on top of things, that that is the most important. But here in the scriptures that I just read, in our Bible, it says that when I am weak, then I am strong. And it's referring to this vulnerability. It's referring to being able to share our weaknesses one with another, with God, starting there with sharing them with God and then sharing them with others. Being vulnerable means living our most authentic life, no matter how terrifying that might feel to us. And showing up as our true self with people, showing up as our true self with all of our hopes, desires, fears, and flaws. Authenticity, vulnerability, Only then can we experience the acceptance and the belonging, the genuine sense of belonging that we all are so desperate for. 
You see, being vulnerable requires courage to step into that. When we are vulnerable, we take emotional risk. Even though we don't know the outcome, we choose to step into the vulnerability. Because even though we're taking that emotional risk, the benefit far outweighs the moment of shame that we're going to feel. And that is the biggest thing that stops us from stepping out in vulnerability is that feeling of uncertainty because we're facing fear. We're facing fear of being rejected. But that fear and stepping into that possibility of being rejected is necessary to find purpose and belonging. You see, we need to be vulnerable if we want to live meaningful lives and abundant lives. In fact, we can't really experience real connection unless we're willing to be emotionally vulnerable. You know, and all the vulnerability examples, they bring up the uncertainty, uncertainty of life, uncertainty of how, of responses of others. But let's go back to if being vulnerable is so important, then why is it so difficult for us? Let's ask ourselves this question. Why is it so difficult for us to be vulnerable? And it's because we have an extremely persistent, annoying, painful enemy fighting against our ability to be vulnerable. And it comes in the form of shame. Because shame, it is one of our most powerful and motivating emotions. We avoid it at all costs. And sometimes we don't even know how to deal with it. And so it puts us into a place of anxiety, of a depression when we're experiencing shame. You know, Brené Brown describes it as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of acceptance and belonging. That's a pretty painful place to be. Shame is an incredibly painful place to be. You know, whenever we have the urge to be vulnerable and we feel we can even sense in our spirit that I need to be vulnerable in this moment, we also have the fear of shame that tries to hold us back. But the sooner that we begin practicing vulnerability and, and also practicing stepping out of the shame that tries to come on us because we are being vulnerable, the sooner we'll find our way to a more meaningful life. You know, one of the best ways to deal with that shame that can come on us is turning to God. You know, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ who bore our sin on the cross, we no longer have to carry that shame. We no longer have to carry that shame or sit in that shame. And so I want to encourage each one of you in this moment right now to practice vulnerability because that is really is a place of true freedom. Practicing vulnerability in our relationships with others. And there's going to be those times where we do experience that rejection or that feeling of shame comes on us. There will be. In this world, we will have trouble. Jesus told us. 
But in those moments when we're experiencing that shame, the enemy of vulnerability, that's where we choose to also turn to Jesus. And it sounds simple because it really is simple. It really is simple to turn our attention over to Jesus, to turn our attention to the Word of God. But you see those shame gremlins, that's what Brené Brown calls them, they will continue to wreak havoc in our mind. And that's where we go to the scriptures, where we go to prayer, we go to worship music, whatever it takes to turn our attention from the shame to our Savior, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want to just pray for us right now. And if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know what? It's very simple. It's by faith that we believe that Jesus Christ was God's Son. It's by faith that we believe that He died on that cross for each one of us, for our sin, for our shame, and that He rose again, and that He's with Father God. And when we believe by faith in that, we can begin our ongoing lifetime relationship with Jesus Christ. So I just want to pray for us. Praise you, Lord God. Father, I thank you today for this teaching, Father, for what you've shown me today in regard to, um, to vulnerability and just how important it is for our lives. And I've only shared a small percentage of the scriptures where, Father, it shows that you are with us when we are vulnerable. And so, Father God, I pray that you just speak to each and every person who is listening to this today, Father God, that you are here for us, that God, you want us to be vulnerable. You don't want us to hide and, and um, hide in shame and regret and in, in sin, God. You want us to be free of it. So Lord, I pray for everyone who's listening today for that ability to be vulnerable with someone that they trust but first of all, God, to be vulnerable with you, to recognize our need for Jesus, our need for a Lord and a Savior in our lives. So, Father, we just thank you again for today, and I pray a blessing over each person who is listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.